The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the third chapter. As the people were in expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Christ, John answered them all saying, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, he preached good news to the people. But Herod the Tetrarch, who had been reproved by him for Herodias, his brother's wife, and for all the evil things that Herod had done, added this to them all, that he locked up John in prison. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens were opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. A lot of life is determined in advance for us. When a person's born, what language a person will speak, their family, the age in which a person is born. All of these are determined in advance. And very rarely does a person question these things. No one really asks whether a person should be free to decide when they're born. Life without these advanced gifts does not exist. The question is not if advanced gifts exist, but what are they? And do we see them as gifts? For Christianity, holy baptism is the means in which the advanced gifts of God are revealed. We already know from the angel's words to Mary in Luke chapter 1 that Jesus is the Son of God. And we already know from the angel's words to the shepherds in Luke chapter 2 that Jesus pleases his Father. Loving relationship and joy were already present in advance between Jesus and his Father. But they were revealed through Jesus' baptism when the Heavenly Father declared Jesus to be the Son whom he loved and found joy in. There is no question whether we have a relationship with God. It is impossible to not have a relationship with God even if you don't believe in him. 
The real question is what sort of relationship? When the Heavenly Father announces Jesus is his Son, there is no question for us whether there is a loving relationship between God and mankind. From Jesus' baptism, we know God wants a relationship with us that is devoted and characterized by closeness. And this loving relationship is meant for our joy. Relationship and joy are the advanced gifts. They were there before any of us existed, and they are pure grace. They were in the heart of God from the foundation of the world, and in fact, they are the things by which life is made. While advanced gifts are always present, it takes someone who experienced them to reveal them to the rest of us, which normally always comes as a surprise. Take, for example, when I was young, after Sunday church, we went to the Dinner Bell Smorgasbord. In case you don't know what that word means, it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. When my parents revealed to my brothers and me that there were free refills on ice cream, we could not believe it. We were so surprised, we were filled with joy and excitement. Then on the next visit, the surprise turns into expectation. But there was still a little hesitancy. Even though the gift was always there in advance, it was part of the restaurant's existence as an all-you-can-eat buffet. For my brothers and I, it took time to really believe it. Can this be true? Free refills on ice cream? Now this lighthearted example demonstrates how our suspicion and distrust of any advanced gift really affects us and how much sin has changed us. Sin blinds us to advanced gifts and makes us believe that there are no such things. Sin convinces us to believe life must be a burden, never a joy. And our relationship with God, if it's anything, is always based on whether we measure up and it's never based on grace. Sin makes us think God isn't a loving father, but one who demands compliance. That God isn't pleased with us, but only recognizes us when we're good enough. But Jesus' baptism reveals something. It reveals and delivers the advanced gifts of a loving relationship and an eternal joy. These advanced gifts are inherent to your existence, which means grace is the foundation of your life. If grace is the foundation of your existence, then holy baptism reveals your life's true meaning. 
You see, without the advanced gift of being loved by the Heavenly Father, your life is meaningless and a terrible burden. But since you have always been loved by God, your life is revealed to always have had meaning and that your life is now characterized by joy. These advanced gifts of a loving relationship with God and a life of joy have always been there for you. But sin blinded them, blinded you from them. However, Jesus has done something about that. He died and rose again for you. And as St. Paul says in Romans chapter 6, Jesus meets you in holy baptism in order to raise you from the dead to live a new life of joy. But there's even more. Jesus is praying for you. In Luke chapter 3, verse 22, at Jesus' baptism, we read he is praying and he's praying for your baptism. Jesus wants you baptized so you would receive advanced gifts of a loving relationship and a life of joy. Jesus prays for your baptism so you would hear what God has been saying to you since the foundation of the world. You are my beloved child, and with you, I am well pleased. Once God says this to you in holy baptism, there is nothing more precious. It might first come as a surprise that, Jesus, that God would say this about you because you are a sinner. But nothing changes the fact that God has loved you from the very beginning and is always pleased with you. It is for the sake of Christ that God loves you. And the Heavenly Father will only look at you through Jesus. Once God says this to you in baptism, you never really get used to it but you spend the rest of your life simply trying to joyfully live with it. Can this be true? Does God know all the sins I've committed? Are we beloved children of God, and are we well-pleasing to Him? The surprise of that truth then turns into expectation and preparation. We live each day to hear God say how much he loves us. And we can't wait to hear it again. But we also live to see another person receive the same gift. We live to tell others about these advanced gifts. So the world, through holy baptism, would hear that a loving relationship with God and his eternal joy are what life is really all about. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.